This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. From the offseason, through the wins and the losses, it's time to take one, one, one giant, giant step. step. Uh, okay, Paul, let's let's transition over to the next part of this, which is the Giants do use the franchise tag. In the end, they do use the franchise tag, the non-exclusive one, on Saquon Barkley. And that number would be 10.1 on, on the franchise tag. Remember, another team can talk to him, but then, of course, you'd have to give up two first-round picks, and agree to the long-term deal with Barkley. The reason that's not going to happen, Paul, 30 years of the non-exclusive franchise tag, exactly one NFL player has left their team and gone to another team, and you know the two first-round picks have been exchanged. That was by Sean Gilbert, who sat out an entire season with Washington before going to Carolina, and that actually happening. So this is so rare that that actually happened. So it should make you feel good that Saquon's coming back. The initial belief, though, is that Saquon does not want to play a year on the franchise tag. We saw Le'Veon Bell hold out with the Steelers. This ended up being a bit of a disaster for them. So, look, I think that the Giants did the right thing here. I don't think that you could be paying Saquon Barkley 16, 15 mil a year when you look at the way the running back position is valued. But what will be a fair number if they do get a long-term deal with Saquon left? I don't know. But, Paul, let me just start here. Saquon, after the season, did say that he's not looking to set any new running back paid for records. He seemed like he wanted to be the ultimate team guy, but he he probably wants a little more secured in the one year. Do you think ultimately push come the shove Saquon would step up foot on that field in September on the franchise tag? Yes. I don't okay. think Barkley will necessarily be around during the spring or during the summer or even during training camp. I think there's a potential that he could execute a little bit of a personal holdout, so to speak. But remember, you have until July 17th to tie uh, to sign that franchise tag. He will sign it eventually if there's no deal. I still think there's a realistic chance that this is just a placeholder and that they will sign him to a long-term deal. That'll be worth a little bit more than that, and he'll take the security. But, but let's not kid ourselves. As it stands right now, we know that Jacobs and Pollard also got franchised. Right. So Barkley's right in with them at 10.1 mil for a one-year guarantee, tied for the ninth highest average yearly salary by NFL running backs in the league. Uh, I think the Giants are very pleased with that for sure. Why wouldn't you be? Especially if the reports were correct that they were willing to offer him 12 and a half. So, so to me, this is a no, no lose for the Giants. This is why all along, the idea was to get the domino with Jones to fall, get that contract in stone so that you had the tag on Barkley because this works just fine. If this is the way it's got to be, the Giants will live with this, Sean. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, and I, by the way, I think it's smart business. So I'm not anti-Saquon Barkley, the player. I was anti-Saquon Barkley, the pick for where they were. But Saquon Barkley was a warrior for this team this year. He's clearly their best weapon. But, I I mean, look, it is what it is with running backs, right? And this is a extremely deep draft coming up, by the way, at the running back position. I say that all because you talk about those other two guys with the tag. We could talk about how deep this draft is. You know, the reason to believe there could be a long-term deal that ends up being more team-friendly than you'd think instead of burying yourself with a big-time running back salary is, you know, how much leverage does Saquon Barkley have? And, oh, by the way, anybody who could also be a suitor, we haven't even brought up Derrick Henry could get traded too. So whether that be Buffalo or anybody else that could swoop in. So if Derrick Henry gets traded and you see that, you know, Pollard and, and Josh Jacobs, who are such big parts of their offense, are on the tags, I mean, and there's so many new running backs going to be influxed into this league. This could be the deepest draft of running back forever. It does maybe help the Giants out here by both slapping the tag and then having to negotiate because, you know, this isn't like Saquon is the crown jewel of free agency and the only one out there where a team can approve their running game right now, Paul, which is actually rare for the position. Don't forget, this is supposedly a very good draft for running backs too. Right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like 10 deep on guys who can go in the first four rounds plethora of running backs who have make it grades in the national football league. Now, of course, Robinson, we all know is the premier back, right? And a lot of people even compare him to Barkley. Yeah. And there's some thought that he could go in the first round. Right. But Gibbs that, too, who had a great combine, right? Everybody loves Gibbs. Sure. Too, right. and, now, and now after that though, look, I was out at the combine and trust me, the scuttlebutt out there is that there's literally a couple of handfuls of backs who people think you can win with. So what would be so bad, for example, right? The Giants have Matt Burrito. We don't know what's going to happen now if he comes back or not. But what would, what would be so bad if, let's say, they drafted a young stud in the fourth round? I wouldn't right? be we, Right? We, or, wait, or, or Paul with the pick you got at the end of the third round for Tony. I mean, I wouldn't be against that. Okay, so you do that. You groom the young guy. And maybe if Barkley decides he's going to stick with the one-year franchise tag and can't come to deals on a, on a long-term one, well, who knows? Maybe that guy turns out to be somebody like Elijah Mitchell or Kenneth Gainwell, who you pick up like in the fourth round and maybe going into 2024, maybe that guy is someone you groom for a season watching Barkley and maybe he becomes the next back down the road. Now, poor Paul, Paul, we've been there before, a little different circumstance. I distinctly remember Giant Nation melting down at a running back named Tiki Barber for stepping away in his prime and them having to roll out a season starting in 2007 with a former fourth-round pick in Brandon Jacobs and a seventh-round rookie in Ahmad Bradshaw, and they turned out to be okay because guess what the Giants could do in the meantime if Barkley's on the one-year deal? Address the wide receiver room. I mean, that team, of course, had Plaxico and Drafted Smith and had Toomer, but you know the Giants are going to use some cap space here and figure this out, whether it's a trade and we could do that on another pod or the draft or free agent. Agency, whatever it is, you know, you build up the weapons elsewhere while you figure out this Barkley thing on one year or not, but it's it's not going to gloom and doom the Giants long-term 
if this next year ends up being Barkley's last year and he plays on the tag. I'm sorry, it just won't. No, I totally agree with you, Sean. This is a team that is trying to build itself into a contender over the next handful of years. And so, as I said, they talk about every three years in terms of your cap management. Well, it's also a talent and roster management thing, too. It's not just looking at the numbers and how are we going to manage those numbers over the years. It's also how are we going to manage our talent pool as well. And and if you look at the Giants right now, keeping this franchise back with this franchise quarterback and now trying to go out. And I know Joe Shane says the wide receiver need is a bit overplayed. I'm not buying it. I still think they need an alpha wide receiver. Oh, I'd totally. feel a hell of a lot better if they get one. Okay? Totally. That, that right now is the thing that they've got to do. And then if for some reason they can't get the running back thing going and Barkley's not a long-term guy, you know what? Maybe they'll have the franchise quarterback in place, the franchise receiver in place. We think they got a long-term tight end in place in Bellinger. Well, then, okay. So maybe in two years, they've got to wind up finding a new starting running back. Or maybe they don't. The bottom line is, this is the best thing that could happen for this team right now and moving forward at the same time.